This is Let's Parent on Purpose. It's a podcast for parents to help them thrive and not just survive these parenting years. My name is Jay Holland, and I'll be sharing some tools, tips, and tricks that I've learned in 20 years of successes and failures in student ministry, foster parenting, and parenting my own kids. Well, I can't believe it, but we're actually closing in on episode 20. We'll be hitting that next week, and I want to make sure that you... Uh, subscribe and pay attention next week. I'm doing something really fun for the 20th episode. I'm actually interviewing one of my favorite human beings in, in the whole world. Uh, a lot of you all would probably know him as Davis Price. Um, Davis is graduating from our youth ministry this year and just an awesome, awesome kid. So if you want to hear some just hope for the world, if you don't know Davis, of, of what a teenager can turn out to be, uh, then make sure that you come back next week for uh, episode number 20, which um, that's kind of cool. I, I didn't know if I would just run out of things to say after a few weeks, but uh, between knowing people and like, for instance, today, the culture and the world just keep giving us more and more things to talk about. And so today's going to be a little bit different. I've never done this before, but I'm going to give a bit of a review and some commentary on a show that has been recently released on Netflix that I think you want to at least know about and pay attention to, especially if you are a parent of, of a kid between, I would say, honestly, ages uh, fifth grade through high school and, and up. And again, even if you're a grandparent, you want to hear about this stuff because you're, you're going to be interacting with your kids and even the younger ones. I would like to say fifth grade, but, but unfortunately, what I'm finding out with my younger kids is um, as they're in school, some of the siblings that they're, you know, so they're, the kids that are in their school, they have older siblings that, that show them things and teach them things that, you know, they'd rather not do, which I guess that's what siblings do. That's what mine did to me, and I guess that's what siblings always do. But anyway, there is a show that has recently been released on Netflix that is really just being absolutely consumed by teenagers. It's it's kind of the talk of, of schools right now. It's been out for a few weeks, and it's called 13 Reasons Why. Now, if, if uh, you've just kind of been going about your life, maybe you haven't heard about it, or maybe you have. Maybe you've heard your kids talk about it, or if you uh, if you have Netflix, maybe you've seen it show up, but but haven't really gone into it, and maybe you've watched it. Um, but let me just let me assume that you haven't, and let me tell you a little background behind it, and then why I think you need to pay attention to this show and why it's worth us talking about. Um, Thirteen Reasons Why is a show about the suicide of a teenager. Her name is Hannah Baker. Um, by the way, if you're listening to this with little kids around, I'm, I'm not going into graphic detail about anything, but talking about things that maybe you don't want your little kids to hear. If they're teenagers, they've heard it already, so no big deal. But anyway, so it, it's about this girl named Hannah Baker. She commits suicide, and then she leaves behind a set of 13 cassette tapes that are to be passed around to class, classmates. So it's like a modern story, but to kind of give it a... Um, give it, you know, a cool feel or, or whatever. She finds actually an old cassette player and records these things on it. She passes around a set of 13 cassette tapes to classmates, and the whole case goes to one classmate, and they're supposed to listen through all 13 and then pass it on to somebody else. Each tape gives one of the reasons why she committed suicide, and each episode covers one tape. Um, so each of the tapes focuses on one person who she claims had a major influence on her decision to kill herself. So if you're thinking right now, man, this sounds like a super awesome way to waste 13 hours of my life 
Yeah, I get it. Absolutely. Um, I'd seen what the show was about and wanted nothing to do with it, but especially as a youth pastor and as a dad, um, hearing more and more kids into it and talking about it, uh, I felt like I, I need to do some research and even plop down and sacrifice and watch at least some of it. So I have, I have researched a lot of it. I have watched just one show and I'm committed to watching some more, um, but I don't know that I'll get through the whole thing, man. 13 hours of my life. That's like, oh, I know that's just half a day, but uh, half a day is hard to come by the older you get and the more kids you get. So um, maybe you don't need to watch it all, but you definitely need to be aware of it um, and, and you need to be ready to talk about it. And so I'm going to give you 13 reasons why you need to be paying attention to this show. Uh, reason number one is that everybody's talking about it. And when I say everybody, maybe nobody in your peer group, but plenty of people in your child's peer group are talking about it. Um, at least enough of them to where even if they're not watching the show, they know all about it. For instance, my daughter's in ninth grade and she's not watched the show. Um, and, and I ask her, do you want to watch it with me? And she's like, no, nah, I'd rather pet the dog. So I'm happy with that. Um, but she knows the whole plot. She knows what every episode's about because they sit and they talk about it at the lunchtime. They, they, um, they know it all. It was released at one time, all 13 shows at one time. And so reason number two is that kids are binge watching this. And I assume you know what binge watching means right now. It's like binge eating. You just take the whole tub of ice cream and throw it in at once. And that's the way that people watch shows a lot of times now. Kids are binge watching this 13 consecutive hours of, in some senses, glorifying suicide. Um, and I'll get into that a little bit later, but, but you need to know this because maybe your kid hasn't watched it, but if they have a free weekend and especially with the summer coming up, if they have access to Netflix and nothing to do, um, they may have gone from not watching any of it to have watching the entire season in a single day, or at least in a single weekend. So number two is because kids are been watching it. Number three, this show brings up some real and very important issues that many of our kids are, are facing um, or they're going to face. Um, let me, I'll give you some examples below. But so even though the show's fictional and, and in my opinion, in some cases absurd, they can spark really good conversation about real topics that you do want to talk about with your kids. So show number one, I mean, not only do you know that she committed suicide, but in, in show number one, the show depicts some social media bullying where uh, I'm going to give you all kinds of spoilers because um, if you watch this show, I hope you're not watching it for the entertainment value. You're watching it to be a, a cultural critic, to know what's going on in your kids' worlds and what they're talking about. So if you care about spoilers, you I don't know, find a new show to watch because I'm going to just tell you things that happen in these. Um, this show depicts uh, Hannah, this girl sneaking out and, uh, you know, going to a park with a guy and, you know, she's they're playing around on the playground and she poses for a picture. He takes the picture and it and it looks a little bit risque when she takes it. She doesn't strip clothes or anything for him, but, you know, it, it kind of the picture's taken in such a way where she looks a lot more provocative than I think what she intended. And then one of his friends sends it around the school. Um, and so you have in this, you have a depiction of a very, I mean, that kind of stuff happens a lot. Very realistic social media bullying um, that really, even though, you know, she did a lot of stupid things that day. She lied to her mom. She snuck out. She made out with a guy that she barely knew. 
but she didn't know that she was posing for a risque picture that was going to be sent around. So a lot of good stuff to talk about there, just even with your kids as far as, look, anything digital, anything that you take, um, you just need to assume that at some point in your life, everybody is going to see it. And so you need to make a decision before you take a picture, before you allowed yourself to have a picture taken. Do I want everybody in the world to see this? Because that's just the way these things seem to happen. Somebody grabs your phone and sends it out. They can take a, you know. Yeah, so all of that stuff, you can go into the details with your kids, but great conversation. Um, so number that was number four, the, the social media bullying. Number five, uh, there's a graphic, uh, actually, I think a couple graphic rape scenes in one or two of the episodes. I know in the series, um, her best friend gets raped and then she gets raped. And at least one of them is a pretty graphic um, scene. So you, number one, you should probably want to know this before you allow your kids to watch it. Um, but rape is also real. And and even the consequences of how how this happens, I haven't got this far in the show, but in talking to um, adults that that I value and trust. She gets into this situation by making some foolish choices and, and the rape is absolutely wrong. No means no. Nobody deserves to go through that. But, you know, one of the conversations we need to continue to have with our kids and if, and if there's a way to see it on a movie and, and everything else is say, Hey, look, there are certain things that you can do that will put yourself in situations where you will find it's not in your control anymore. And one of those is going to parties where alcohol is served to a bunch of underage people. Um, so there, there, there's a graphic rape scene in there. And and the way that it happens um, could have been avoided had there not been all of the sneaking and everything on the first instance. So those are, those are you know, conversations that are kind of hard to have in a public forum sometimes because people can react so, so angrily. If, if you say that any any kind of rape could be avoided. But the truth is, some of them can. If, if we think ahead and, you know, teach our children to be wise, it's kind of like, you know, when you're watching this show, you know what's going to happen. You, you can see it coming. And so if, if you give them that same kind of logic, if your life were a show and you did this, what would you anticipate is the next thing that's going to happen in the show? Well, I mean, they would anticipate it. So those are good conversations to have with them. Um, reason number six, the last show actually shows her committing suicide by slicing her wrist in the bathroom. It's actually, um, it's pretty graphic. I have seen that clip and it is, I mean, it was very upsetting to me and, uh, it's done with her slicing with a razor blade and, and it's, it's pretty bad. Um, but at the same time, there's a perverse way. And I think like, you know, this is how pornography works and everything else where, there are perverse things that people can see on film and then they're drawn to it. And so I think there's a danger of, of even normalizing suicide by the showing of this and somebody that's in a twisted warp, um, frame of mind could absolutely see this and, um, just get terrible ideas from it. Uh, number seven, from, from what I see in this so far, from what I've, I've noticed, parents tend to come across as disinterested, disengaged, or idiots. Uh, and also there's a really unfair depiction of a, of a school guidance counselor that she goes to in there where, um, you know, he ends up being one of the reasons that she does it cause he doesn't believe her, but he wasn't not believing her. He was just asking questions like any, uh, wise person would do when presented with some shocking claims. 
Um, so I just, I, and I think one of the things that's just seen over and over in here is a disregard for parents, a manipulation as normal for parents. And, and that's a danger. And it's one of those things, if we can see it on TV and talk about it, um, might be worthwhile. Um, number eight, plenty of drinking, drug use, and generally foolish teenage lifestyle choices are shown. And uh, again, they're normalized. Like those are never really presented as the wrong things. It's just, you know, other bad things happen in there. Um, but, you know, the path that we go down, it's our direction, not our intentions that determine our destination. And so if those are the normal parts of our life, dumb things are going to happen. Things out of our control are going to happen. Number nine, um, the supposed purpose of this show is, is I think, supposed to be teaching people that we need to be kind to one another and that if we were just nice to people, then they wouldn't commit suicide. And if we didn't bully as much, then bad things wouldn't happen. But I think that's a really twisted um, point in the show because the whole show, the whole premise of the show to me seems like this girl in a revenge fantasy, you know, she's gone. Nobody can ever act back to her, speak back to her. And she is dropping this bomb on them that you're the reason that I killed myself. And now there's nothing they can do about it. There's nothing they can do to amend. So there's a ton of shaming and bullying through that going on, as well as no accountability on her part. Um, so, you know, that's that's number 10 for me. The, so number nine is it's supposed to show us how to be kind to one another, but it's pretty naive and foolish to think that if I just said the perfect thing at all times in every relationship, that nothing bad would happen. That's an incredible load to put on people. Number 10 would be that a show that's supposed to be against bullying, the entire premise is perverse, I think, because I feel like this girl is bullying people in here. She's she is destroying their lives by dropping this information that they can't do anything on. Number 11, mental health counselors this is, uh, around the country are very concerned about this show as it glorifies suicide and, and it might inspire unbalanced kids to want to copycat. Um, you know, you saw that with school shootings, that the more coverage they got, the more they released the names of the people that did it, it just started copycatting. And, and the same thing, these shows... Um, are just for people that are not well, you're normalizing terrible, tragic things. Number 12, I, I think the show just starts to feel like a caricature too. Every bad thing that could happen to a girl happens to this girl and often in happens to Hannah and often in just absurd sequences that would never actually happen in real life where this bad things happens and then this bad things happen and then this bad thing happens and nobody ever steps in and nobody sees it. And I don't know. Like it's it's well done. It's well produced. The actors and actresses are are good, uh, except that they're you know all beautiful and all actually in their twenties playing high school people. So even in that, just stereotyping the impossibility of what normal humans look like and act like. But but everything bad doesn't happen to everybody all the time. And part of life is learning to be resilient. Bad things do happen to every person. And we can either sit to live in them and, and feel like a victim, or we can become resilient and overcome. And, you know, I think that's a big thing in my life. The people that I admire and look up to the most are the people who have been through dark, hard things and who've overcome. Now, I, I know that wouldn't make for a really good Netflix show, I guess. I mean, it wouldn't be as popular to see somebody actually do well. If you want to see those go on IamSecond.com and just watch video testimonies of some of the most amazing people in the world. So there you have it. But, but these, these realities on these shows, 
Um, each event is a reality to somebody in the world, to several people, but not all of these things to one person, in, except in, I don't even know what absurd situation. Um, all right. The, the one other thing that I can see is so far in my 13 reasons, number 13 is there's a disturbing pattern here that I feel like carries through the show from what I've seen. And that's that Hannah makes a ton of stupid choices. She lies, she manipulates, she gets herself into bad situations, but there's no ownership of that. Her suicide, her reason is everybody else's fault. It's the role that they played in it. And that's just dangerous. Like that's glorifying passing the buck for terrible decisions. Um, Suicide is an awful thing. It is a terrible thing. And it's also murder. You know, the Bible says thou shall not kill. And we need to remind kids that it is murder. And just because it's you doesn't mean it's not murder. Now, is it the unforgivable sin? No, it's not. Uh, God, we, we have David was a murderer and God saved David. But it doesn't make it less horrendous. And and I I think this idea of blaming everybody for our terrible, sinful choices you know, it works in Hollywood, but it's, it is anti-God, anti-God, anti-God. So, all right, that's, that's 13 reasons why you need to pay attention to this show. Um, maybe your kids don't care anything about it, but even if they don't, their friends probably do. And so I just want to encourage you to be equipped to think about it. And then a couple of practical suggestions, talk to your kids about the show, ask if they've watched it, ask if their friends have watched it, um, ask what's being said about it. If they want to watch it, you know, offer to watch it with them and say, okay, we're going to do this as people who follow Jesus, who are looking into a broken culture, let's point out the brokenness in the culture. Let's point out how sin is wrecking this particular culture Um, and teach them to do that in superhero movies. Teach them to do that in everything that we see in in media, in songs and music, how is this evidence of the lack of Jesus? And then sometimes, where do you see God's design in this? Where do you see actually, you know, things that point to Christ in these different medias? Um, ask how might they know somebody who's experienced some of the things that are portrayed in the show and how they might feel powerless to help them, or what are some of the ways that they could help somebody if they know they're in trouble? So basically the moral to today, pay attention to what your kids are watching, pay attention to what they're listening to, um, try to keep up someone on the conversations that are happening. You can't chase them all. I know that. Um, but the way that media is consumed now is very different than when we were, where you waited week to week to week to watch something. So they gorge on it and it massively affects their thoughts, their attitudes, their emotions. Um, your kids should not have unlimited passwords, unlimited access to everything out there. Um, you need to know, and I know it's hard to keep up on it, but you won't be in this role forever with them. They are growing in responsibility. You will get there. So bear down hard. And I just leave you with the encouragement that you are the shepherd of the little hearts in your home. And God has charged you as that shepherd, as that overseer to guard your flock and do it well. Hope you've enjoyed today, and and I would love to to hear from you. If you have any comments about this show or any other one that you would like us to talk about or analyze or cultural trends that you're curious about or concerned about, would love to hit those as well. Hey, you are doing a great job. I think just by taking the time to listen to a parenting podcast means you're super engaged with your kids. You hope the best for them. You're trying to sharpen and do well. And man, that goes a long way. 
So work of the grace of God, and uh, we can trust Him to help. Thanks for listening to Let's Parent on Purpose. It's a ministry of Covenant Fellowship Baptist Church in Stewart, Florida. Come check us out. Check us out online at covenantfellowship.com. Remember to check out letsparentonpurpose.com to get archives of blogs, be able to um, see this in written form, and look at past episodes. This is Jay Holland. Thanks so much for listening today. It's a marathon, not a sprint. Don't give up. We'll see you later.